happy, happy owl. Please make it stop. <laughs> Who are you? Come on, what's, what's your name, Mouse? I don't, I don't care what my name is anymore. I just want this to stop. Well, what to stop? Everything. Everything. And he's sigh, and this is, and it's all kicking off. So it's a couple of days after the big game, and Everton won 2 0, as you know. For me, I was nervous until the penalty, because uh, Liverpool were attacking all the time, as they do, and I thought, oh God, they're, good. they're bound to score, they're bound to score. Well, I'm going for a draw. We were just defending so deep, and then we got the worst penalty ever. <laughs> and Gilfie did something remarkable for a change. He, he, put away a great pen and then that was that. And we were like, bloody hell, we won. Um, it was odd for me for, from my point of view because from the last podcast, it was like as if Evergar said was the opposite. So, yeah, there is room for two sulky South Americans in your team. And they linked up very, very well for that, that lovely first goal. Um, Even though he's on his way to Atletico Madrid. Well, we'll see. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. We'll come on to that in a second, okay? Um Jordan Pickford had his best game probably ever for anyone. It's just if you play like that every game, or be as dependable or look as solid as that every game, you'd be a world beater. Um, who else? Michael Keane had, was, a, was a titan in defence, a titan. He was fantastic. Uh, Seamus Coleman played well, missed that sit of a header, but he still played exceptionally well. All I asked for on Twitter before the game was I wanted the team to show me that they knew what it meant, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, so I'm more than happy I don't think Liverpool played as badly as they think they did because we had a couple of good saves a couple of good blocks in defence another day could have been different but at the end of the day they couldn't break us down we defended so well and I'm just really really happy the only thing I would say is it's no good winning games like that if you can't beat Newcastle or Fulham at home so we've got to be more consistent now Sai what do you think? Well, first of all, I think fair play to you for being very unbiased there. Um, and I, I, I honestly can't disagree with anything that you said there at all. Um, Keane was just everywhere. Um, he was just, uh, he, he, even like, I just sat there watching the Teddy, just like, <laughs> it's just like, he's there again. Oh, he's there. Oh, he's there. Oh, he's there again. Just, just unreal. Um Pickford played like a prime Buffon. He was, it was just like, you know, somebody check his sleeves because he's obviously got arm extenders in there. Or, you know, it just, again, like you said, he was solid. He was, he came out, he, he commanded his box. Um, he did, he, he did make some really good saves. Um, that save for Mayor Henderson made him not bad for someone with little arms, was it? Exactly, exactly. He's, and- he's still well, mate, he's still well. Also, you know, you are, um, you know, I was going to say, you, you know, you, you played well, you, you had a game plan and, and you stuck to it. You got an early goal, you know, you defended. Yes, you had you had a couple of other chances. Yes, you scored from a pen. Um, but also, you know, to say we played badly or poorly would be doing you a disservice we didn't play badly you know we had the lion's share of possession we had the more shots we forced you into the more saves you know um our our completed pass uh rate was just short of a thousand completed passes i think it was eight nine eight ninety or nine hundred you didn't even string together three hundred passes 
you know, so you were far more clinical. You took your chances. You, you had the game. Like Jamie Carragher said, Carlo Ancelotti was man of the match. It, 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 tactically, brilliant. I, you know, absolutely no no qualms there whatsoever. We we did have the chances, and the second half, we pegged you back into your own half. But as with Liverpool, since the wheels fell off, we just can't score goals. We just look totally bereft of any any kind of confidence at all in and around the box. It's just, it's just it's just gone. Um, so yeah, fair play to you. And again, you know, there's things that would make me sound bitter and stuff. And you know, we're not that kind of podcast. There's things that you can say and you can gloat and everything else. But you know. The one opportunity, especially with Henderson going off, Henderson going off changed the complexion of the game. We don't win with Henderson full stop. You know, fair enough, he, he, he's, a, he's, he's a midfielder and we've had to use him in defence. But when he's not on the pitch at all, we are just not the same side. Um, and that's good. We are, we are going to really, really struggle. He's having a scan on, on, his, on his groin or his hamstring or whatever. He's having a scan on that today to see if he needs an op. If he needs an op, they're not going to rule him out for the season. And we can't win anyway. And we take him out of the team. It's just it's just a thing of nightmares. But I, I only tweeted once through the whole game and it was just, give me or give us a break on the tackles. It, it's, it's not the tackles, the injuries. It, it's just... It's just one after the other. You get one player back, you lose another. You get a defender back, so you think you can bring Fabinho or, or Henderson in, into midfield. You get an injury. It, it has just been relentless. It has just been absolutely relentless. And the one thing that bothered me more than the results, fair enough, nobody ever likes to lose, but it's now how overcritical ex-players and pundits and so-called experts are of Liverpool. And the one that really, really started to bug me was Jamie Carragher. Like, his punditry on Sky Sports, he's trying to be so unbiased. He's like, he can't have a positive Liverpool attitude He's trying so hard to not be positive in any way, shape, or form. It's it it it's almost it it's worth muting the telly for or having the telly on and putting the radio on for commentary. It's just it's it's shameful, really. Um, and he can be so unbiased on Monday night footy or Friday night footy where they look forward or they look back uh, onto the previous games, but Gary Neville. <laughs> is a more rounded pundit where Liverpool's concerned than Jamie Carragher's because I don't think Jamie Carragher believes he can have a positive word to say. Like He said something so ridiculous. It was laughable. He said, all this can't be blamed on Virgil van Dijk. You can't, I, I'm sick of saying it myself. Oh, van Dijk's out, van Dijk's out. Fair enough, van Dijk is out, absolutely. And we have got a squad of internationals. We have got a squad or a team of Champions League winners. But by taking van Dijk out and by taking Gomez out of that defence, you're automatically bringing two central midfielders 
out of midfield into defence. So that then stops the creativity and the flow in midfield, which then stops the service to the forwards. If Van Dijk was in defence and Henderson and Fabinho were in midfield, then you would have that flow and that service to Salah, Mane and Firmino. Somebody put a stat on Twitter that said Wijnaldum has made two successful passes in Christ. I don't know, I think it was 15 or 20 games where Fabino has been making match-winning and match-saving key tackles match after match after match. But we can't play him in his natural position because he's currently playing centre-back. So, yes. Kirk is right in a sense because... You've had a, a long time now to get over this, and you, you just haven't, and Liverpool just haven't sorted it out. No, so well, it how is... can you? How can you? Like, we can't go into the transfer market and buy an £80 million defender because they know they're not going to start when Van Dyke's back. No, but by the same token, you, you were left on trans- and at the last minute on transfer day, scrabbling an arm for a, a oh, £2 million journeyman. I mean, absolutely, absolutely, lad. And, I, and I absolutely couldn't agree with that more. And it's come out now that the board were more than happy to let Klopp carry on the way he was until Matip got injured. They believed in the magic of Jurgen Klopp that somehow Jurgen Klopp's a frigging wizard and he can turn an injury crisis. And let, let's have it right, it is an injury crisis. It's an injury hit, it, it's an injury depleted squad. They honestly believe that they could challenge for the Prem or challenge on all fronts with a centre back made out of soggy tissue, Henderson and Fabinho. Okay, go back to the game, right? Yeah. Do you think some of your big players like you down? Because I did. Um, no matter what your game plan was, no matter if Henderson went off, some of your players just didn't turn up. Well, like, like I said, mate, it's, it's not an element of not turning up. They are void, voided of confidence. Absolutely. No, I think, what I saw wasn't, wasn't, a void, wasn't a void of confidence. It was just it was more arrogance for one of them in particular. Um, I'll come on to in a second. But Salah did nothing. He just, he just ran around trying to throw himself to the ground like he always does. And he, well, that's not necessarily got, true, is got it? Got off a forward this time, did he? So, the worst player... Have you seen Rashford? Have not you seen so, Rashford? Not so bad. Well, we, we are talking worst, about Rashford. We are. The worst player for you, considering he's meant to be the best midfielder in the world, is Thiago. He's pathetic. Pathetic. All he, all he did absolutely nothing. Because I watched him, I thought, like, Sai says he's really well, I'm going to watch him. It's the first time I've had the chance to watch him properly. I thought, oh, my God, what is he doing? Puts his thumbs up and he thinks that's, that's a pass, does he? And then when he, got, when he got taken off, the look on his face, I got the evidence on him. I don't think that's necessarily true. Again, you can't say, you can't put Thiago in that midfield. Again, we're talking about players that shouldn't be anywhere near the squad. We spoke about Reese Williams. We spoke about Nat Phillips. We're talking about Curtis Jones. Some people are saying that Curtis Jones is our saviour. He's not. He's a 17-year-old scouser that should be on the bench. What's that got to do with Thiago being the best midfielder in the world? If he's the best t- midfielder I'm t- in the I'm, world... I'm, I'm t- no, not, not at all. Not at all, mate. Well, if he's one if, of the best. It, it, if Thiago is in the midfield with Henderson and Fabinho, you would see a different Thiago. Of course you would, because Thiago is being asked to defend. He's being asked to split a defence in two. He's being asked to be the creative force. He's being asked to be three midfielders in one. 
Yeah, but he wasn't really that, in midfield, that, was he? That 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 is not. That's not how it should be, is it? James Rodriguez isn't being asked to be a defender, a defensive midfielder, a creative midfielder, an attacker, a holding midfielder. Well, He's been told to go and supply the forward line. We what's your, what's your, got, what's your midfielders doing? What's your midfielders doing? What's Wijnaldum doing? Well, exactly, mate. That's what I'm saying. Wijnaldum holds the ball up. Yes, fair enough. If you want a, if you want a football player that holds the ball up, Wijnaldum's it. You can't. You, you literally can't get the ball off him. But as for scoring, as for creating, he doesn't do anything. So, so, so you're not going to tell Thiago to defend that you've got Wijnaldum there, have you? You just had a very bad game. He wasn't. He wasn't up to it. No, it's it's not. It's not that at all. If you are asking, you you are not giving the midfield the freedom that they need and they crave and they want. When you've got when you haven't got a centre back pairing, you're going to tell them all to to come a yard back. You're going to tell them not to venture as far forward or maybe not be as creative or maybe you'll think, well, I won't go for that pass in case it opens up the back. I'll play it sideways or I'll play a shorter pass. If you bring in the central defenders who are central defenders, put them in the defence, move your midfielders into midfield, have them playing together. We haven't had Henderson and Thiago playing in the same midfield since he was injured in the last derby. Okay, what about what about Quebec? I felt a bit sorry for him. Well, again, Quebec, what, what do people expect? That's people are jumping. People are jumping. Yeah, like Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher there again. He's a disgrace. What do you mean, he's a disgrace? He's a 20-year-old lad that, again, has been bought on potential. Again, Klopp let down by the owners, by two defenders on, on transfer deadline day. No time to gel. No time to train. Blah, blah, blah. And you're hammering a young lad the most of it doesn't even speak very good English. You're throwing him in with Henderson for a half, and then you're throwing him in with Nat Phillips for a half. It was the 18th defensive... Get off. <laughs> no, it was the 18th defensive pairing of the season. I know. That was, that was, I was many, shocked how, when I heard that. I was shocked. How many games? I don't even think... We've, how, how many games have we played? 17? 18? That's a bit more than that, isn't it? No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's yeah, about that. Yeah, around that. So it, it it's just absolutely bonkers. And I know that rival fans are loving because all I, every time I scroll through Twitter, it's like, oh, look at me. Look at the no-look Thiago Alcantara. I've made, I have I played four. I've not won one, but I've completed 354 thumbs up. Which absolutely fine. We, you know, we, we take that riff in because we would give it back. Of course we would. But you've also got to take into account the fact that the players or the people that he thought he'd be playing with, that we thought he'd be playing with, he hasn't. Kabaka he absolutely felt, hasn't. Kabaka felt terribly sorry for him because you could see he was trying his best. He just, yeah. he just, he just has not had the time to fit in at all. And there's far too much expertise on his shoulders. Far too but much. there is, but like, like I said to you in the last podcast, he he's had his confidence knocked already since Alisson came out, clattered him for a ball that Alisson should have been nowhere near. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If had, I don't care if Kabak had, had gathered that ball, controlled that ball, and volleyed it into Rose Z. I don't care. But Allison should not have taken it upon himself to go, mm, I don't really fancy him. He's young. He's just come into the squad. I'm going to go there and I'm going to take that ball off him and then completely mess it up. 
and floor himself, floor Quebec, and let Spurs score a goal. Okay, so going forward for us, we're, we're looking ahead again. We've got to make sure we turn the corner here for us. We've got to make sure this result counts. And I didn't like all the gloating that was on Twitter afterwards. I even the Everton um, official Twitter feed. Oh, that was shocking. Awful. That was shocking. That I had to go in my back about that. But what you're doing is just being like, being like five-year-olds. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't a penalty. It was, it, that, I've been arguing with people mates on Facebook this morning about whether it was a penalty or not. And I was like, if that was given against us, I'd have run out in the street with bare chested from bins of cars. <laughs> that's the way, it was, seriously, that's the worst penalty I have ever seen. But do you, not, do, do, do you think the, fair enough, again, I, I, I appreciate that. And you even messaged me apologising, like it's not for you to apologise, but, you know, that was lovely of you all. But Calvert-Lewin vaults, yeah, Trent, which again, great athleticism and great passion for him to try and get in the box and to get the rebound. But he's gone over Trent. Yeah, and the ref said that he lifted his head up, which then set DCL off, off balance. His, his so he's telling up. me that he, he can't lift his head. His head because was clear he might up. get a penalty. That's, oh. that's, that's nothing. That's that premium wrong deal with on the podcast the week. I said, oh, let the refs make the decisions. Let the refs go to the monitors and make the decisions. He did and he didn't. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, like, it was... Right. The, only, the, only, the only way I could see that that was a penalty in, in any way or form was that the referee might have said, whether it's intentional or not, Goal scoring opportunity was denied. That's the only ex- only reason he could possibly have. But that, that's what he said. But he but, but it was it's only be, it's only become a goal scoring opportunity because Calvert Lewin has vaulted. Trent said. Yeah, and was the ball going away from the goal anyway? But what? So oh, what I was the know. ref doing? What was the was the ref proving the point and going? Look, I stand by my own judgment. Or, or what? What was he trying to be, Billy Big Bollocks, and go? I don't need the monitor. It's you know, it's it's a pen. What he looked, what you, he looked really put out to having to go over to the monitor. He looked he did. really browned off. Yeah. Like how dare somebody was the monitor? It's mm. the whole thing was odd. It was. It was, was absolutely. Yeah. I'm watching the figure. Oh, we're not going to get this. Never mind. Still one nil. I don't want to give us like. Oh, it was like I felt a. I was laughing my head off, but I felt a bit embarrassed. It seems like, oh, God, no. If that yeah. had given it against us, you would not be happy at all. Oh, you'd be fuming. You would be... And I'm not, I'm not saying we would have gone on to even have drawn that game, but that pen, that pen was, was too late. You know, what was it? 83rd, 85th yeah, minute, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. You know, when you said, you know, it's coming. It, a Liverpool goal was certainly coming. Maybe if they had a bit more confidence than what they had. And players were playing in right positions and everything else. We 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 should have certainly scored one, but you know you, you take your chances, don't you? You take your chances, you take your opportunities, and 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 he did that. And and fair 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 play. Yeah. So before we finish on this, I just want to say big up to big up to how old am I? Oh, down with the kids. Um, I want to say big up to Tom Davis because I've been as big as critic, but last few games he's been great. So fair play. And like you said, maybe, maybe Carlo's just coaching him, just coaching him very well, which is good. Nice to see. I'll always admit when I'm wrong, I've been I've been wrong there. So looking forward, mate. Now you've lost four in the bounce on the field, and you've... <laughs> but how do you go forward, mate? 
Because like I said, we're just looking forward. We're just looking forward now. We just want to qualify for Europe. You might not. Yeah. You might. You might not even qualify for Europe, which no, in no. a funny way would be good for your next season, wouldn't it? No, you, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't would, because you'd have no, less wouldn't. games. You'd have less games. No, you? no, 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 well, no, we're no, no. We're not a Leicester. Leicester won the Prem by not being in Europe and going out of the domestic cups early. That 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 is a way to do it. Absolutely, it is. But once you're in Europe and you and you're expected to be in Europe season after season after season, your transfers depend on that. That's and I don't true, mean that's yeah, true. If you've got any potential to get an Mbappe, he's not going to go to you. If he's not in Europe, are you? Of course, of course. But also, you know, we're looking at. This summer is again about bringing in a striker, bringing in a quality defender, and bringing in you know why Naldum's going to leave on a free and bringing in bringing in a young midfielder. So, so you, be... you, you've got a striker to see Minamino's goal for Swanson. I know, I know. Oh mate, my god, it was fantastic! It. it was. He scored two in two. But the, just the composure um, he had was incredible. Oh yeah. Um, so, but. It, it, it's also not about it. Yes, it is. So, you know, there's work. It doesn't matter which club you support. You know, the, Everton will be working on summer transfers now. Of course, they will. So, will every club, it tra- working on transfers never, ever stops. It's a cycle. We're going to team, we're going to players and agents saying, you know, look, we, we, we normally progress out of the group stages of Europe. We get to the latter stages of Europe. We're up and there and thereabouts in the in the domestic league, this, that and the other. If you take European football away from us and we finish 6th, 7th, 10th, like you said, you know, Haaland's not going to come to you. Mbappe's not going to... You're going to struggle even to, to get a, a, an old aging striker out of Barcelona or Inter or somewhere like that. And also... It's going to get harder to tie down those plays that you've got. You know, Van Dijk might start getting itchy feet, thinking, "Well, this isn't what I signed up for." Salah, I mean, his head turned by by Madrid or Barca. Going, mm, you know, this Liverpool. It's not, you know, I've given you three, four seasons, so it's harder to get the plays that you want and that you're working on. But it also becomes harder to keep those key star men that you've got that you don't want to leave. True. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it's just so hard because we're losing games. We're we're totally bereft of confidence. We we look shot, completely and utterly shot. But then you go right. Well, Jota's back in training, so we can give Firmino a rest because boy, does he need it. So Salah, Mane, and Jota looks a more exciting, a more formidable attack in front three in a week. We get Naby Keita back, so that drops that drops Curtis Jones to the bench. Naby Keita, Thiago, and say Wijnaldum looks a better midfield because Firmino's going to be dropping back into defence. If you could if you could play Quebec and Davies, the two defenders that we bought on transfer deadline, that if you could play them as a centre-back pairing, we look like a semi-decent side. Allison in goal, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, and um, I've forgotten his name, Robertson, left back, left and right back. And then our midfield would be Fabino as a holding defensive midfielder with Keita and Thiago as the creative midfield. And then Salah, Mane and Jota as an attacking front three. You'd look like a side, but... How you know? I know for well that Klopp isn't going to start both Quebec and Davies. He just know he's not. 
He's going to. He's going to. It's going to be Kabak and Fabinho when Fabinho comes back from injury. But it 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 all looks promising. But again, you know, you need to be winning here and now every week. We are dropping points or not taking maximum points, losing when we should be winning. You know, all these other teams, you guys have got a game in hand. Like you said before, it's all well and good beating Liverpool, but then you've got to go and win your game in hand or your next game or a game of lesser opposition. We just need to get back to scoring and to winning goals. I don't want every game to be 3, 4, 5, 6, 0. I'll take five. I'll take the next five as scrappy 1, 0 wins. Of course I would. But... You know, it, you have got to firmly believe that our only objective is to get back as far up the table as we can to ensure European football. It's one thing, though, maybe not, at least we're not Tottenham. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was funny the other day, they lost again, didn't they? Mm. And um, Josie said in the press conference, I can't remember his exact words, but it was something on the lines of, I don't know what to do, I can't do this by myself. And I thought, yeah, that's what you get the big bucks for, Josie. Brilliant. <laughs> well done, mate. What manager man, man yeah. you are. That's it. That, that's, that's just pure him. Pass the book. Yeah. Pass the book. Oh, yeah. Book. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. he ever does. I mean, we, we were linked with him because he, he knows our, our owner a, yeah. couple, a couple of times and lucky escape. It's, it's, he's a weird manager. He's gonna be, yeah, big name manager. Raise the profile of the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But he'll yeah. just leave yeah. you in pieces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, that's, like, that's like what's Manchester... happened to Tottenham now. You know, that's what's happened to Spurs. Oh yeah, and Manchester United. You know, Manchester United have not fair enough. They're, they're, they're high up in the league, but they have not recovered from Mourinho. They have not recovered from the Mourinho effect. They will not be winning the Prem anytime soon because there's still so many underlying issues at board level. You know, there's still so many battles and wars and everything else that he most probably started. He most probably started the fire and walked out on that club. And, you know, Ollie, if you rate him or you don't, and fair enough, you know, the, the, whatever they are in, in, in the league table, you know, there's still Ollie out trends every week, even when they win. You know, it's it, it's just, it, it, it's so, it's so hard. And like, you know, you've got, you've got a great manager. You've got a, a manager there that'll bring in players, raise the profile of the club, but hopefully not turn you into a shit show and then leave. No, he wouldn't do that. Like, like Mourinho do, does. That's not what Carlo does, is it? I mean, um, there was, it was on Twitter, you were saying about, you know, Carlo said Carlo was a man of the match and that's right. And on Twitter, somebody said, it was very, very wise, he said, um, David Moyes used to bring a knife to the fight. But Carlo just brought his brains. Yeah. And that's, why, and that's why we won. You know, that's why we won. So anyway, yeah. that's the derby done. Right, so let's look ahead quickly to what's coming up next. So you've got Sheffield United. Yes. At ho- at home. Oh, I know they're away. you got a chance then, like us. <laughs> they're away, quarter past seven on Sunday. What do you reckon? It's, it's a funny team, aren't you? Scrap it for the lives. They'll just, yeah. they'll probably just go for you, really. Just give it a go, I think. Uh, I, uh, like I, I, like... I, I can't call that one. Like you can't call it. No, I, no. I mean, you should, no. I don't. I mean, you should win easily. Yeah. But they beat United, so they did, mate. Yeah. Like, like, like I spoke to you. Well, like I mentioned about players coming back. If we, could, if we, if we, we've, we've had an, a seven, eight day break between you and Chef, if we can get Jota 
Keita and Fabinho back in full training, back training with the team, they if they don't walk straight into the squad, then I'm I'm gonna put my head in the oven. Um Firmino doesn't start Sheffield United. There's no way on this earth he starts Sheffield United. You bench Firmino, you start Jota, you, you have Thiago and Keita in midfield. And yes, fair enough. Fabinho's not going to walk straight back in, into midfield. He doesn't know he's not. So it's going to be a Quebec and Fabinho back for. Um, but that side beats Sheffield United. It, it does. But if Klopp... Does if Klopp keeps starting Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones is is an absolute talent. He's a brilliant prospect, but he doesn't keep experienced midfielders out the side. There's just no way. So if he starts Curtis Jones, if he starts Milner, if he starts Firmino, if then then you're absolutely right. It's going to be hard to call. But key players are coming back, and those key players must must start. If they start, we stand a chance, and we have okay. to build from then on. Okay, and Everton have got Southampton at home on Monday. Taki's going to score three. <laughs> it's a nap, I think he's bound to score against us. I still think they're still garbage. I mean, if there's ever a team in free fall, it was them a few weeks ago, they were top, they're now 14th. I know. You look, you look at the, the, the last form, it's lost, 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 lost. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, However, you just don't know what Southampton side's going to turn up. True. I yeah, Minamino is just. Uh, we're going to have to, I was going to say take him out, but that would be a completely wrong thing to say. We're going to have to have, have, a, have a good grip on him. Um, yeah. And a, any free kicks that you give away in a dangerous area, that Ward Prowse is lethal. He's good, yeah. He is good. They're still a good team. You just fell apart. I wonder if they just lost faith in the boss or something. There's all just talk about him being sacked all the time. and yeah. I can't help. I feel about Everton's setup as well. I mean, I, I wouldn't want us to go in with the same setup as, as successful as it was because we shouldn't have to be defending against Southampton. I'd want to go yeah. a bit more, a bit more attack minded. I want, I want Josh King to get a game. I feel sorry for him. If he'd gone to Fulham, he'd have been playing now. Oh, he would have been. I, me, would, yeah. I wonder if he's, I wonder if he's regretting it. Um, maybe, maybe. But I'd love him to get a, get a game or at least half a game. Um, and I want, I want Alan back as well. If Alan's on the bench, then he can play. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, so I, I think if he's back, Cavaliers up front, we should win that easily. But we're at home, and I just wish we were away. Do you see the tweets I put after the after the game? I, 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 I added the FA in the Premier League. No. I said, I said, dear Premier League or dear at Premier League, is it possible for Everton to play all the remaining games away from home? Thank you. Hey, you'll be playing all your remaining games games away from home soon, only when you move to Bramley Dock. True, mate, yeah. yeah I'm Every game will be an you know away what? game. I'm so surprised that's still going ahead because once once Fatty got arrested, I thought, oh my God, that's that's going to fall through now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it hasn't. So maybe that was a good board. I don't know. Probably can't, can't see. what I say there, haven't I? Yeah, but, you know, absolutely. I was, I was worried at one point, but yeah, it's going ahead, thank God. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for now. Uh, say hello to us on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to get this podcast on Apple unsuccessfully. It's it's really difficult jumping through hoops, but we're on Spotify, we're on Google, we're on Anchor. Um, leave us a review, please say hello. Anything yeah. you want to say, so? Uh, no, uh, nothing. I think you've covered it all, Al. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, next Monday, Tuesday, uh, we're on the back of a resounding victory, and we put 14 past Sheffield United. But I very, very, very highly doubt it. 
Okay, and I'm I'm a bit more hopeful than that for Everton, but we'll again, you know, false dawn and all that. We'll see. Right then, so do I say bye bye, mate? Bye bye, mate. <laughs> bye everyone. See you soon. Oh, hang on. Bye. To, pay, bye. to the person listens to us in Texas, we love you, and please carry on listening. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Bye.